I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, October the 13th. And we come to you off a Phillies loss, finally, in the playoffs. We knew they weren't going to win every game. We thought they weren't going to win every game. And officially, they do not. As they lose last night, 3 to nothing. A rain delay. Should have been a 4.35 start. Ends up starting at 7.30 at night. And you could tell that the weather had affected the game in the sense that the ball just was not carrying at all. The ball would die in the outfield it really felt like you know it was hard to, to get a hold of one um a, a classic pitcher's duel for almost six full innings and then you know it kind of just fell apart in a classic pitcher duel way for wheeler two where um you know an error blows it they didn't call it an error it was absolutely an error we'll get to it and then it just kind of fell apart a squib you know a little squib hit a real hit, and and you're losing three nothing, and the game is essentially over. And that that that's what happened. Phillies had no chance last night from an offensive perspective. We're unable to get anything going, literally anything. Three base runners, I believe, in the game. Kyle uh, Wright just completely and totally shut down the Phillies. Then the uh, bullpen uh, for the Braves did a great job as well. After that, as again, the Phillies never really in it. The Phillies three hits. Often, excuse me, four base runners. They have one walk. As uh, Schwarber over four, Hoskins over four, JT one for four, Harper one for four, Cassianos over three. Though he did hit a couple balls pretty hard. Boom over three. Veer or Marsh over one with a walk. Veerling over one. Segura one for three. Stott over three. Shut down. Completely and totally shut down. Zach Wheeler goes six innings. Officially gives up three runs. They should have all been unearned. They should have all been unearned. The fact that they called that ball hit, and let's just get into it. The reason, you know, arguably, if you have to point to one play, the reason the Phillies lost last night, and look, there are a lot of reasons. Not that many, but the bats didn't show up. The Braves made some absolutely spectacular plays. And Reese Hoskins booted a baseball. Again, in the biggest of spots. A disaster play from Reese Hoskins. Two on, two out. Matt Olson, grounder right at Reese Hoskins. Instead of getting his body in front of him, he decides to kind of go for it with his glove to the side. It goes right underneath his glove. Bounces off it right. I mean, it was a, a, a stone cold error. 
a stone cold error, an all time error. What are we doing here? Official scorer. Is <laughs> a hit? Are you freaking kidding me? Embarrassing. You embarrass yourself. You should be fired immediately. Like that. What an embarrassment. That was as error as errory as errors get. I mean, just a, and it was a disaster. And for a guy in Reese Hoskins who has been abysmal, abysmal in the playoffs. I mean, he has been, you know, him and Schwerber have been the the by far the least two productive hitters on this team. And, and at least Schwerber has a couple sack flies. And look, don't get me wrong, Schwerber's been horrible too. We'll get to that. But, um, you know, really tough night for Reese Hoskins. 0 for 4 on top of the, the game-losing error. And look, it's a shame because, you know, of this whole group of guys, um, you know, obviously Nola, Afflin, there are a couple guys on the pitching side, but from a, you know, bat perspective, you know, Hoskins is the only everyday player who's, you know, been here through it all, who, you know, was here in 2017, 2018, in the leaner years and the, you know, all that stuff. And before they brought Harper and Romuto and all these other guys in, like Hoskins has been here forever. He came up through the system. He was... You know, as much our guy as any of these players could be. And, you know, his first opportunity to get to the playoffs, his, you know, first chance for the Phillies to get there in his career. And, you know, it's a shame because he has been absolutely horrendous. He has not been ready for the moment. Like, there's no other way to put it. And can he turn it around? Can he still change the narrative and and have a big game three, a big game four? Absolutely. You know, Reese Hoskins is definitely one of those guys who we know all of a sudden can kind of flip a switch and, you know, start hitting the baseball. But, you know, as of right now, there's no other way to look at it than than Hoskins has not been ready for the moment. Hoskins has been a, a massive, massive disappointment in the playoffs so far. And obviously offensively, that's been clear. You know, what is he won for his, Last 30 or 40 or 33 or whatever it is. I mean, he has been, he's been horrible from an offensive perspective. And then when you can't make that play last night, like you deserve to get ripped for it. I, I'm sorry. You know, I really like Reese Hoskins. I'm really rooting for Reese Hoskins, but that was unforgivable. That was an unforgivable mistake. And it was a mistake. Not like I'm, you know, indicting the guy for the rest of his life or anything like that. But, you know, if you have to look back to last night, and say what one play cost them the game. And again, it was more than one play. But if you had to say what one play cost them the game, you would say Reese Hoskins' error cost the Phillies the game last night. They're out of the inning. Who knows what happens? Wheeler settles in. But that's clearly not what happened. Acuna gets hit early in the inning. Two outs. Acuna gets hit. And, um, you know, oh my God. Like, it's like he died on the field. It was like the, 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 I, mean, I felt like we were watching a football game and someone just got knocked out cold or whatever. And, you know, that's obviously a way more serious thing than what happened to Cunha. And Cunha was like just milking it. And look, I know it can hurt when it hits your elbow. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it was 96 the elbow. I'm sure that hurt. But, like, oh my God, dude. All right, we get it. And then he stays in the game. He's doing the, you know, the hand through his belt thing. Like, he can't move his arm. And then he's, he's batting a couple innings later. Like, what? Okay. So you're just fine. We, enough. All right. We get it. You're a showman. I'm happy for you. But look, to credit to Acuna, I think it made a difference. I think Acuna taking that time there and just kind of throwing off the rhythm of the baseball game, you know, Wheeler kind of looked a little shaken after. And he shouldn't have had to keep pitching if Reese Hoskins had caught that freaking grounder. 
mm, like you gotta make that play in the playoffs, Reese. You have to. And look, I get it. You're not a good out, uh, good first baseman. We know that. Everybody knows that. But you have to make that play offensively. Reese has been a complete and total mess when he stepped up in the top of the ninth, down three nothing. Like I was a hundred percent sure he was gonna ground out. Like I would have bet every dollar in my bank account that he was going to ground out and he did and it was the least surprising thing and look Schwarber too you know like last night you know you gotta just crush Hoskins for that play and it's a mistake and I'm not you know but but that is just way 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 too massive a moment to not make that play but Schwarber too you know let, let's let's get on Schwarber too because Schwarber has been just horrible so far in the playoffs. He has two sack flies. He's over like 16, over 17, something like that in the playoffs. Has looked overmatched. Um, some ugly swings, some ugly takes. Now, to be fair, there were a couple calls last night from the umpire that were just, just horrendous, atrocious calls from the umpire at certain spots. And a strike three on Schwarber was definitely one of those, a, a just disastrous call from the ump. But, you know, that obviously doesn't, Talk about the fact that through four games, Schwerber is yet to get a hit in the playoffs. And, you know, Schwerber is a streaky guy, too. He is, you know, similar to Reese in the sense that, you know, if Schwerber came back to Citizens Bank Park and hit three home runs in two games, it would be the least shocking thing ever. You know, that's just the guy he is. But, you know, they really need him. They really need him. Schwerber was the guy. You know, he was the dude this season. He was the playoffs guy. He's the guy who's like, get on my back. I'll show you what it's like. I've been there so many times. I'm a winning player. You know, that's what he came here. He's like, I go to the playoffs. It's what I do. It's what I do. And I do think, and we've talked about it, but I think that vibe, that energy that Schwerber brought to this team was so crucial for this team. It got them believing. It got them having fun. Like, he has been... You know, just a massive clubhouse presence. What was it D- Dave Dombrowski said, I think, at the end of the season, that he's the best he's ever seen in terms of a clubhouse presence. So, you know, I mean, he has been such a massively important part of this team. Massive. But with that in mind, you're the guy who's been here before. You're the guy who's played in a whole hell of a lot more playoff games than anyone else in that lineup. Like, it is it is time for Kyle Schwarber to show that he's a playoff dude. They desperately need Kyle Schwarber to show that he's a playoff dude. They gotta start scoring some runs here. They had runs in game one, none yesterday. But obviously, you know they scored all their runs in game one by the end of the fourth inning or whatever, fifth inning, and they they've not scored since. Right? <laughs> it's in what like fifteen innings of baseball without a run. You know we're starting to get into danger territory here. Um, but like you know, I think you look at those top two guys, and we talked after game three. Would you consider switching? them out of the top of the lineup. I said I wouldn't mess with the lineup because, you know, they've been winning games and I still wouldn't yet. You know, I, I you know, look, you're three and one in the playoffs. You lost a game. I expected them to split in Atlanta. I came into this saying I expected them to split in Atlanta. I said the stat yesterday that they showed on the broadcast that the Braves had not been swept in a series this entire season. The entire season. Like there was no way the Phillies were going to sweep them. And that means that it was likely they were going to win game two in Atlanta. Even though Wheeler was on the hill, I didn't it just felt like Atlanta was going to find a way to win that game, and that's what they did. They made plays. I mean, geez, Louise, two of the great plays we've seen all season against us last night. The Swanson catch, running backwards over the head, like over the back, and then the, the Riley catch similar into the tarp. They were both unbelievable plays. Unbelievable. 
two of the great plays I've seen in recent memory. One thing I will say, I they kept saying on the broadcast they thought the Riley one was better because of the tarp. They were both amazing. Not to take away from either. I thought the Swanson one was better. I the, For him to run that far, tracking the ball over his head like that, I know the tarp complicates it, but at least Riley was able to kind of turn his body a little bit as he was catching it. Swanson was full on looking over his head, running the other way, you know, basketball, you know, dropping the bucket type catch. I thought his was otherworldly, but they were both absolutely amazing. And that's what happened. You know, the Braves were the better team last night. The Braves took advantage of mistakes last night by Reese Hoskins, uh, Zach Wheeler, you know, they, and even then, like, the Braves got lucky. Braves got lucky. Braves made some, you got a squibbler for a run that kept that inning going. They made two all-time great defensive plays. You know, it happens. It was their night. It was their night. But this team absolutely has to have more from Schwarber. They have to have more from Hoskins. They're not going to beat the Braves unless they get something from these guys. They have to. And look, I think there are real positivity signs offensively in, in a couple spots. Like we talked about after game one, even though they weren't able to get anything real going last night, I do think Bryce Harper is back. I think Bryce Harper is locked in. Harper with the double last night also had that ball to the deepest part of the ballpark, like dead center, deep warning track. You know, I think Harper's locked, and I feel really excited about Harper coming home to hit in Philadelphia in the playoffs. And look, I think Nick Castellanos is pretty locked in, too. I know he went over three last night, but hit a couple of those baseballs really hard, really hard. I feel good about where Cassie's at. I feel good about where Harper's at. I think that's such a massive, massive thing for this team. But again, they need Schwarber and Hoskins to do more. They need those guys to contribute. They are too important. It's your one and two hitters. Your one and two hitters have won it this series, won it this playoffs. Think about that. Your one and two hitters have won it this playoffs. <sighs> yeah, it's, and you're, the fact that you're three and one is a miracle in that situation. Miracle. It's unbelievable. Look at the, the top two hitters for the Dodgers last night. Acuna and Swanson got it done, played a role, scored runs, got hits when they needed it, got on base when they needed it, got hit, literally, when they needed it. The Phillies top two have done nothing. I mean, it's a it's a real issue. It's a real issue, these two guys. These two guys are the biggest issues um, on the team right now. You know, if we're looking at this playoff shakeup, this shake, you know, down, how it, how it looks like the the two single guys you're most concerned about are those two guys. Like, look, there's still questions about the bullpen, the back end of the bullpen, the Eflin thing. And last night, really nice job from Andrew Bellotti and Noah Syndergaard to come in and just take down a clean inning each. I thought that was really important, you know, for you know giving these guys, we used Sir Anthony and Alvarado and all these guys the night before to give Eflin, to give those guys a rest to come home for these two games, I thought was really important, really important. Bellotti's good. Like, that guy gets it done. I like him. Syndergaard, nice spot there. And, you know, maybe a glorified bullpen session where it's him and Falter as the options for game four. I I would bet Falter starts and Syndergaard finishes. You know, they, they maybe piggyback it and try and get six or seven out of them together. That'd be my guess. I think it'll all depend on how the game's going and all that. We will have a game four. It is official now as the Phillies will have two home playoff games. They will not sweep the Braves again expectedly not sweep the Braves. But coming home, you know, they they need these guys to contribute. You're not going to beat this Braves team 
without your big dudes doing something. The Braves are just too good. I mean, that lineup is deep, man. And they defensively are, are obviously light years better than the Phillies. And look, last night they got great pitching too. Kyle Wright was was fantastic. Fantastic, that guy. I was so impressed with Kyle Wright. I had not seen a ton of Kyle Wright. I've seen him pitch against the Phillies, obviously. And I've seen um, you know, maybe a random start here or there on, on MLB on the package or whatever. But I've not watched a ton of Kyle Wright. And I was... Super impressed with that guy last night. He had he had some stuff and he he had some some makeup. I was really impressed with him. He pitched a great game. The bullpen did a great job of of shutting it down. Minter, Iglesias, and and Jansen is, is a tough bag, and I think that's part of the reason the Braves are so scary too. Is their bullpen is really really good. I mean, going out and getting Rysel Iglesias was such a strong move by them. I mean, that guy is such a talented pitcher. I mean, he's been a closer for like six years now, and and he's coming in to be like their seventh eighth inning guy. I mean, that's. It's a big ad. It's a big ad. I wish the Phillies had myself Iglesias. He's a good pitcher, and we saw it last night, like blowing that one by. It was like, oof, oof, Schwarber. Like he just, he just, he made Schwarber look silly. And, and granted, people have made Schwarber look silly in the playoffs more than the regular season. That's for sure. But you know, Schwarber has not gotten the job done. There's no question. Schwarber batting zero in the playoffs. You know, that's that's bad. That's 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 legitimately, legitimately bad, and uh, obviously not good enough. Wheeler, it's kind of a shame for Wheeler last night. I really did think he was amazing, and you know, his first couple innings, he looked you know like he had no hit stuff going. Um, gave up the single uh, to Acuna, um, but you know, ultimately, like really felt like he was grooving along, and he was in a place where we were. Watching one of those magical Phillies pitching performances in the playoffs that, you know, evoke memories of Roy Halladay and whatnot or Cole Hamels or whoever, it really felt like this was one of those nights and that Wheeler was going to, you know, pitch a shutout or something, you know, and it's a shame because I I do think he could have, you know, I think that he had the stuff last night, he had the vibe going and, you know, it all fell apart with that error. It all fell apart with that error. He hits Acuna, the time is taken, and then the Olsen grounder, you know, lets another base runner on, um, which showed, you know, he's kind of a little, you know, gets the walk a little bit like, mm, just not quite right after being so locked in prior to hitting Acuna. Um, it kind of just threw it off, and then and then the error. And who knows, if Hoskins makes that play at 0-0, heading to the seventh, like, Maybe Wheeler comes back out. Maybe he's still locked in. Maybe it's a completely different ballgame. Only at 79 pitches is uh, he was taken out after that, which I think was the right decision at that point because, you know, look, you got to think ahead. And Wheeler, 79 pitches night, sets up very nicely for him to be able to go on three days rest for game five. Because, you know, look, you can't start Ranger in game five. You just can't. You can't. You have to go with Wheeler. If it gets to five, you have to start Wheeler no matter what. It, Wheeler's the starter. It's over. That's why you take him out there. That's why you take him out there. But you'd much rather have not had to take him out there. If 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 Hoskins makes that play, he's what like seventy pitches. It had to be at least another nine, ten pitches, whatever that to get out of the game. It might be more. I don't know. Um, you know, he's through six at that number, and it's zero zero. And it's a very, 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 very different situation. A very different vibe. So that was a really, really big miss from Hoskins. Like a. A truly devastating miss for the Phillies in that moment. And and again, it ultimately led to them losing the baseball game. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, again, they might have lost anyway. The Braves had something last night. They were making plays. Their pitching was getting out. It's all that stuff. But, you know, if Hoskins feels that ball, who knows? You know, you can't, you definitely can't say the Phillies definitely lose that game if Hoskins feels that ball. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. You can't say that they lose that game if Hoskins feels that ball. They might. 
but they might not. Um, and look, if they lose this series, if this spirals or whatever, we'll look back at that play. That play will be the play we remember. You know, I had so many people text me Bill Buckner, and um, it was not obviously. I mean, like, let come on, like the the if Buckner makes that play, the Red Sox win the World Series, literally win the World Series. It's a very like. Uh, stop. <laughs> it's not Bill Buckner. It's a horrible play, but it's not Bill Buckner. But, you know, if we lose this series, it will be, you know, Philly remembered a little like Buckner, not Buckner. Again, that is, uh, uh, how many times have we seen that highlight, right? But, you know, and it wasn't as bad. Buckner, the ball went literally through his legs. But, I mean, you know, Hoskins was a harder hit ball, but, like, you have to make that play. But, yeah, this will, I mean, Hoskins will have a stink on him. And there's no way around it. There's no way around it. It's a shame. It's, unless he can come out and, you know, kind of right the ship with some some bombs or, you know, real contribution offensively that helps him win the game or something like that. Like, if they lose this series, every single person is going to look back to that error and say, that guy. That guy. And that, look, it's wrong. It's wrong. We, we've all watched so many sports to know that it's never one guy. You know, once in a while you get a unique situation where it's, you know, more one guy than others in a big way. But for the most part, it's it's never one guy. You know, like, look, Hoskins last night, that stunk. But, you know, they didn't score any runs. You know, you could, you could do this in any which way you want to. They didn't score any freaking runs. I'm sure that if they do lose this series, if they lose two more, there'll be other moments in other games or other uh, uh, underperformances or whatever. They'll be like, that, that wasn't good enough. You know, whatever. You got to do better, blah, blah, blah. But you know, we won't forget it. Like, this is a big moment here. For Hoskins, and he really needs to to do something to change the narrative. Because look, it's gonna be an ugly day for Reese Hoskins in Philly. There's just no way around it. And you know, um, let's look ahead because tomorrow, for the first time in 11 years, there will be a playoff baseball game at Citizens Bank Park, which is just the coolest thing. Just the coolest thing. I'm beyond excited for it. And um. I can't wait to see them come home. October Nola on the hill in a big spot. Trust him completely, right? Um, but seriously, like, you know, it's going to be a magical night there. And I'm I'm really excited for these group of guys to get to see what a, a true Citizens Bank Park is like, what it's really like when people show up and people are locked in and people are intense. These group of Phillies have literally never seen it. Never. Never. They've seen like it filled with a bunch of Mets fans and Phillies fans and stuff. They've never had a bunch of Phillies fans there for a super important game where everyone's losing their mind, everyone's locked in on, on every pitch. They've never seen that. The Phillies players have never freaking, unless they were kids and they were Phillies fans as a kids and came here for a game or two. Like they've never seen this. Never. It's going to be super cool. And I hope, I hope, I, I think the crowd will be good to Hoskins because, you know, yeah, you know. One night isn't going to you know, change that he's been here for a while. And we, we still care about him and all that. But, you know, let's put it this way. If Hoskins has a bad moment, like, the crowd will let him know. You know, that's where it's at for Reese Hoskins. There's a lot riding on these next few games for Reese Hoskins, his legacy, his future in Philadelphia, all that type of stuff is, you know, really, really under the microscope at the moment. It's, it, it's just what it is. Like it, hate it, whatever. Like, that's where we're at. This is a big couple games here for Hoskins coming up as he has to really try and you know, redeem himself because that was a big miss and he's had a really bad playoffs and now they're in a situation where they have to go out and find a way to win some games. You know, now Luckily, they're at home. This is going to be exciting. Look, it'll be thrilling. And again, 
back to what we said at the beginning, like ultimately all we wanted was for them to go into Atlanta and, and win one of two. Like that was what we said. Hey, please take one of two in Atlanta. And they did. And they did. They did. They took one of two in Atlanta. And now they just got to come home and handle business. It's just, you know, obviously frustrating the way they didn't take that second one. And, you know, that's just the way it is. They were going to lose a game in the playoffs, believe it or not. It happened. Now they got to go back to winning. And it is a freaking massive one tomorrow. The first game at Citizens Bank Park in 11 years couldn't be more big, couldn't be more important, couldn't be more exciting. A 1-1 series. Aaron Nolan, though, we don't know who's pitching for the Braves yet. It's either going to be Charlie Morton or Spencer Strider, we believe. We're going to find out. And, uh, and tomorrow we get to preview that game and preview a weekend of playoff baseball at Citizens Bank Park. How freaking cool is that? It'll be the single coolest thing that's happened all postseason. The Phillies back at Citizens Bank Park. I can't wait. The place is going to be amazing. So we'll preview that tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. And we'll get the taste there, the taste of last night out of our mouth. And we can fully look ahead to what should be an amazing all-time great weekend at Citizens Bank Park. I can't freaking wait. So we will dive into that tomorrow, preview it all, look ahead to what well, could be a three-game weekend, if nothing else, a two-game weekend. Um, lot to get into tomorrow, so we'll dive into it all, look ahead to the weekend and more. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.